Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. I feel like maybe, just maybe, I, you probably got value. I don't think like the Jazz win total is going anywhere here in the next couple days. I don't think so either. And I don't think the Warriors uh, title odds are going anywhere, but right now, they're still sitting there right now to win the NBA Finals over at BetMGM. They have the third best odds, which I find a little ridiculous. You got the Nets plus 240, Lakers plus 400. Both make sense. But you have the Warriors with the same odds as the Bucks, who just won the Finals, plus 900. You got the Suns 15 to 1, the Clippers 16 to 1. Warriors, though, 9 Warriors to 1. What do you guys think about one. that? I think that that is absolutely Inflated. absurd. Yeah. The Warriors... In the standings last year, eight seed barely squeaked into the eight seed to play in the plan. They had to beat the Memphis Grizzlies. That thing went down to the wire. They needed a monumental Jordan Poole performance. I don't know if you're going to be able to rely on that. They lost then to the Lakers because Steph was very careless with the Rock. The game, there was some also some questionable calls. Now, they've made some changes to the roster. They added... Remember, Mr. What did we call him? And non-factor. Yeah, Mr. Otto Porter Jr. Non-factor. Stinks. They added Bialicha. They added Andre Iguodala back. They added the GOAT, Chris Chioza. And then they drafted... The GOAT. They, then they drafted Jonathan Kaminga. Twitter's favorite nickname for him is Cum Buckets. And drafted Moses Moody, a.k.a. Moses Modi. Which Moses Modi is probably a more fitting name for him. They also subtracted Kent Bazemore. Kelly Oubre and Eric Paschal. Eric Paschal went to the Jazz to play with his best friend in Donovan Mitchell. So the season is going to rise and fall with Clay Thompson, of course. No one knows when he's coming back. He could come back in December. He could come back in January. He could come back the All-Star break. Nobody really knows, and this team is not succeeding without him. And so if he comes back, we'll call it, let's be middle-of-the-road conservative. If he yeah. comes back in January... He's not going to come back in full strength in January. He's going to have to be ramped up. There's going to be load management. It's not going to just be clay, 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 clay show. You know, you know what's kind of wild? So, like, they have the fourth best odds to win the title. So, I was looking at the season win total, and I just don't really understand. So, you have 47 the, and a half. Yeah, is the number. which, right? And, and you look at the Nets, right? They have the second best odds. 56 and a half. Makes sense. That's literally a 10, you know almost what I mean? a 10 win differential. Right. That makes sense. The Lakers, 52 and a half. And then you're telling me that you're only getting eight to one odds with the Golden State team, and I and I get okay, so that makes sense right there. If you're not going to have Clay to start the season, maybe you lose some of those games that maybe you'll win the second half of the season. And again, the regular season doesn't really matter as long as you get in. But I just find that win total. I feel like there's something fishy there. Eight to win, eight to one to win the title, and uh, just forty eight and a half is the win total. I don't. I'd probably play the over. I guess I would not do that. But I probably won't. I, I'm not taking the under. Nothing. I'm playing with Golden State this year. I just I don't really know what to make of the Warriors. If anything, I'd rather look for value and maybe Steph winning an MVP, I, exactly. especially without Clay. You know, the first half of the season because he's going to take 40 shots per game. Steph to win the um, NBA scoring title, I believe. That's a great bet. He has like the third longest or third shortest odds. I believe Brad is number one on that list. Yeah, that's a bad bet. He might be second on that list, but I I love Brad. That's my dog. I'd fade Brad, especially fade not, Brad. not because he's not capable of scoring, because he, he has actually other dudes has that can other actually, dudes he has other guys that can do right. stuff. Um, the starting point guard isn't Ish Smith or Jerome Robinson <laughs> or uh, Isak Bonga or anything like that. Like you have actual depth in other players. And the head coach says he's gonna he's gonna alleviate get some pressure off of yeah, him. So gets um, I, I would fade Bradley Bill to lead the scoring. T- I take I take a shot at Steph. I gotta bring up the number here. 
because it is very. It's, I think juicy. It's, I think it's minus five. Let me bring it it's up. It's right minus. Now. Dude, if I'm going to play anything while well, you look that plus, up really quick, yeah, I'd get weird. If I'm playing anything with the Warriors, I'm going to get real weird. And, like, let's say, like, Steph, and knock on wood, but if something did have happen to Steph, like another hand injury season, and you don't have Clay to start the year, you said exactly and it's what I've Draymond and Wiggins, <laughs> yeah. plus 450 to miss the playoffs in the West. I love that. Plus 450. To make the playoffs, they're minus 650. This team, gross. Plus just two years ago, had the number two pick in the draft. And they didn't make the playoffs the following year, right. and now they have the fourth worst, the fourth worst odds to win it all. Plus, I, like plus, what did you say it was plus four fifty? Four fifty. I feel like you know what, and minus six twenty five to make the playoffs. I feel like like what all these numbers are telling you right here with this win total, but with these title odds. It's because they do have Hi. some pieces maybe that they can move. Like maybe if there's a name oh. that's unhappy at the deadline. Oh, no. no, not not anybody like Brad, but like that's probably what they're thinking. Maybe Ben Simmons. Well, I thought it was the Ben maybe Simmons the, thing in the right. offseason. Maybe like, they'd that's be the team to make the move. But the then picks. the line didn't move. See, here's what I think right. that Vegas believes is one, there's a lot of Warriors fans who believe in a team that was a dynasty that is no longer a dynasty, right? right and right. then on top of that, you're hoping to get Clay Thompson back, and then you're saying, okay, well, this is a team theoretically that has three All-Stars on it, plus some fun young pieces in Jordan Poole, which apparently Steve Kerr is giving the green light to, and you know Andrew Wiggins, et cetera, et cetera, right? But I think they also understand this is a high-volatility team. That's why the win total is so low. Like, this is a 40-win team without Clay. With Clay, who knows? Well, they're telling you everything you need to know. They literally right, are saying, right like, in front of you stay with away. That, with the win total. Win the- total's low, but then the, the title odds are, are like, juiced. I, no, no thank you. Stay all the way also, away. Also, the Ben Simmons train to Golden State is not going to happen because uh, the owner just got fined for saying that they do not want Ben Simmons. <laughs> he can't fit beside Draymond Green or they no. wouldn't flip him from Draymond Imagine Green. Draymond and Ben Simmons on the floor together. It would never happen. You'd have to move Draymond, and that's not going to happen. It would all be gross. I trust Draymond with the ball more than I do Ben Simmons. And remember, like, we've got – James Wiseman, who's coming off of injury, and that was a disaster. Mm -hmm. These rookies getting incorporated into the offense and onto the floor faster than they need to be because they were high picks obviously is a terrible strategy. Steve Kerr said last year, we're not chasing wins, and then said with a wink and a smile like a troll, he winked at the camera and goes, we're chasing wins this year. I don't believe you. And it's like, who would they even, what pieces do they have? They don't have any pieces. James they don't have Wiseman, any pieces. Wiggins. No, they, they don't have nothing, any pieces. Nothing. Uh, they open up with the Lakers. That is seven days away now, only a week away. God, and they are five-point dogs on the road. The Lakers five-point favorites. All that said, I may be playing Golden State on opening night, though, if we get like a six. It's at five right now, 230 and a half. Uh, can't wait for opening night. We'll have that. We'll have the Brooklyn Nets taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. No line movement there. Nets one point favorites. Uh, I know that we're talking obviously about the Warriors here, but does this Kyrie stuff does that change anything? That because I know opening night we were all going to play the Nets. I believe one point favorites on the road, even though it'll be ring night in Milwaukee. I think that'll be a letdown spot with no Kyrie. Is that going to change the way that you're looking at Brooklyn this season? Obviously, like what the hell do you think ends up happening there? Man, because <laughs> I, I mean tell that's you huge. What, it's obvious that they don't want the distraction. Uh, They don't want to have to deal with incorporating Kyrie in and out of the lineup and figuring out who's going to get touches and who's not going to get. It's 100% fair. The statement today was wonderfully wonderfully put together. Yeah, like, hey, if you're not going to be with us all the time, we understand it's your body, your choice, but But we can't have temporary players. You you shouldn't even want to be a part-time basketball player. Right. Like like for you personally. So it's it's a disservice to our our team that we are a team. We get LaMarcus Aldridge back after his – 
it was seemingly it was a catastrophic into his year last year, but it's great to see him back. You got a lot of pieces of returning. You get better in the offseason. Hey, man, we need people to be bought in. This is not some like, oh, we're so much better that we can just have one player play half the games and half of them he can just take off and we can just do that until we win the final. Like, no, you need everybody available. And if that comes, if it comes down to the fact that they have to trade Kyrie for a, pl- a player that's just going to, oh, God forbid, play every single basketball game this year that he can, <laughs> right. then then it then it is what it is. It's a business. Or, but I like, but like it. what would you give up for Kyrie? I mean, even though, okay, so he could go somewhere where he, where he doesn't have to be vaccinated to play every home game. But what are you going to get in return There's for a, a guy that like doesn't even he's not even fully in on a team that has the best odds to win a title? You know what I mean? Traded, he's not going to retire. Yeah. There's a there's a possibility that there's there's going to have some issues getting rid of him because of the uncertainty of of how he's going to feel about the next spot he goes to. Right. I think wherever he goes, he's going to have to be bought in to go to that place. Right. Because you also have but now. But is it the place? You can just pull. A, I'm not going to play for this organization. But like is we've it seen a, a million times? Is it the you know? place or is it the purpose though? Because he would be playing every single. If he was allowed to play every single game as a Brooklyn Net, unvaccinated, he would be. Right. But he, but he literally cannot. But it's so it's not like he doesn't want to play basketball. No, but I think he wants it's to just play. That it's just the point that I don't want to get vaccinated and still be able to do my job. I just job. feel like we've done this with Kyrie for like so many different things. Now it's the now it's being vaccinated, but like you know what I mean. It's always something. Kyrie oh, that's the only problem wants, with him. Like you know. Kyrie wants to do everything on Kyrie's terms. Right. He did that in terms, like literally, y'all. But this he isn't chose AAU, the you Brooklyn. Know? He chose the Brooklyn Nets, and the Brooklyn Nets didn't even know. Like he had never met with them. He just says, "Yeah, I'm going to choose the Brooklyn Nets. They've got cast space." And they're like, "You are what?" Love and it. now, and now <laughs> he's like, "Now he's like, yeah, I'm just not going to play. I'm not going to get vaccinated." And they're like, "Really?" Okay, well, we're going to have to keep on keeping on. So I could see a possibility where there's some, like, NBA, PA, maybe there's grounds for, like, hey, we can't have a temporary player. Maybe they just end up cutting ties with Kyrie. Because the real issue is, how does James Harden feel all about this? Because he hasn't signed his extension. Daryl Morey is waiting for James Harden to maybe not sign that extension and him to be a free agent this summer. And who knows? Maybe who, who, now Jay, James, James Harden is going to be playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. He also said that he's going to use his offseason very wisely. He's never been a free agent like this before. Yeah. So he's going to take meetings. He already said that at least a month and a half ago. Yeah. So um, I did find those odds on the scoring champion this year. Bradley Bill leads uh, plus 350. After him is Luka Doncic at plus 475. And after that is Steph Curry plus 600. Love that. Yeah, I, I like that way more than any Warriors. Plus probably. 600. And then three-point made leader. Of course, Steph is the clubhouse favorite, minus one seventy-five. Minus second on that list, though, Damian Lillard, plus four hundred. You wonder who's third? Oh, Somebody I love you that. can't guess. Buddy Heald, wow. plus six hundred to lead yeah. the league in most three pointers this year.